Kobe Bryant's untimely passing, along with his daughter and seven others, shook not only the sports world, but millions around the globe. When we hear of unexpected news like this, we tend to get triggered on multiple levels. But how is this particular news emblematic of the times that we are living in? Could his passing, along with other unexpected events, be indicative of the new wave of energy that's rocking this planet right now? And what else is to come? In my last episode of Conscious Commentary, I spoke of 2020 as ushering in a period of the unexpected. In this episode of Higher Journeys, I'm joined by near-death researcher and astrologer PMH Atwater to dive deeper into the nuances not only associated with Kobe Bryant's death, but of a wave of shifting energies that are beckoning us to shift with it. PMH says, whether perceived as good or bad, the shifts that are coming are guaranteed to be big. So buckle up and listen as PMH describes what's on the horizon for us all. Today, I am delighted to welcome back to Higher Journeys my friend and my colleague and my mentor, PMH Atwater. PMH, um, I contacted you about a week or so ago, uh, just after I returned from my, I'm going to call adventure in Australia, to discuss what on earth is going on right now, because I know there's a lot. So here we are in 2020, and many are still talking about this amazing shift that supposedly peaked or at least took a sharp turn on or about uh, January 12th. You know, people have been talking about and reeling over unexpected events happening in their life, both small and large, including me. We just talked about some of them. And just this past Sunday, something quite unexpected happened that uh, managed to shock many around the world. And that was the tragic, still tragic, and certainly unexpected passing of basketball great Kobe Bryant, along with his daughter, 13-year-old daughter, right, and seven others in a helicopter crash in Southern California. Now, many were certainly caught off guard by the news of this, and uh, where we acknowledge that any death, particularly one that's sudden, can be a jolt to the system. When you're talking about such an iconic figure, and I want to get into that term as well, icon, it startles the emotion, certainly not for everyone, but for many. Within the context uh, of this 2020 shift, I want to open with this. How, if at all, might we interpret Kobe's passing, particularly in the way it happened, with a larger scheme of what's going on right now? What can we uh, derive from this? We needed him. We needed him to show us that there is life after death, that there that that your name and what you do and what you're able to accomplish and believe in goes on after you. And and that you actually live very large after death, or you can. He showed us that life has many dimensions and many facets, and that if we encompass that, if we encompass the love and the respect we have for someone or anyone, look at Australia, it's burning up. Mm. The death of millions of animals. That's right, billions. So you're gonna talk about millions and billions dying. Yeah, Kobe, yeah, koalas, kangaroos, 
we can go on and on and on, huge death. We're facing that in a new way we have not faced before. You can call it climate change, but it's more than that. It's bigger than that. And it's, it's helping us and forcing us, all of us, to stop. Stop right where we are and say, wait a minute. We've got to look again at life. We've got to look again at ourselves. We've got to look again at the world we're living in. What is really going on here? And I suggest to you that what is going on here right now is a type of energies we have not faced in 500 years that are leading us step by step to the types of energies we have not faced on this planet for 25,921 years. This is big. Mm. You've been saying that for a long time. We're there. We're, we're, we're there. there. Okay, so so let's go to this. And thank you for that. I, I, I still want to fold in Kobe's story. Again, not so much as the icon. Well, there's an iconic uh, significance that I do want to get into, but obviously the person um, and the others that went with him. But uh, I want to also, because the impetus for my reaching out to you had to do with what happened on January 12th. You know, I was in Australia at the wonderful Cosmic Consciousness Conference, and it was really built and built around this this conjunction that supposedly occurred specifically on January 12th. Now, we know these cosmological shifts, as we refer to them, don't typically happen in a vacuum. What I what I like to refer to as an arc of influence. So it's it's gradual, but it's significant. But did something actually, in, from your perspective, happen on that date? That, that was a tricky date. That was a trigger date. A trigger date. Okay. Elaborate. The energy for that began in in February 2019. So we've been following actually before that, but but the uh, the greater force of that began in about February March of last year. So we've now been on track, literally step by step for this trigger. The trigger was January 12. That triggered what's coming. Um, sort of think of a blast of some kind. If you, if you want to think in terms of a bomb blast, you need a trigger. And that trigger was the 12th. Um, think in terms of building up to that trigger. We've had lots of sudden surprises mm -hmm. and impacts leading us to that trigger. Among them, of course, the Trump's impeachment and trial, Brexit happening in England, Mexit or Mega, uh, Megan and her Brexit. Hmm. Um, lots of different things happening in your life, in your job, everywhere. Um, we're facing things um, with a computer, like um, whatever um, your um, whatever your email address is. dot org. There's now a company that wants to buy. dot org. Can you imagine that? Buy. dot org, mm -hmm. and charge everybody who wants to have an email address that ends in. dot dot org a whole lot of money. 
and they want to be able to control that. I mean, can you imagine? This just blows my mind. We're going to go on now that 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 wonderful or frightening trigger on January 12 that that's opening up a particular envelope a particular space of of a type of trigger a type of energy a type of blast if you will that's that's going to be very very odd very unusual uh, for some people, frightening. For other people, exciting. Mm-hmm. But big. That's happening between 2020 and 2024. Especially right here in the United States of America. Our Constitution is being challenged as it has never been challenged before. And the result of what is of that challenge will... will either make or break our country it is the same time as the next presidential term it is this in astrological talk we would say a pluto return people don't get pluto's returns the arc is too long Mm -hmm. but a country but a country can pluto's energy is forceful it is um change or die so to speak Hmm. you know really have to change and that's where we are as a nation the united states of america we're getting a pluto return which means we are are going to either change as a country our idea of constitution our idea of law our idea of how we function as a country or our country will never be the same again. We thought that would happen uh, with, with, with Nixon. What's happening now is far above. Let's, let's think a, 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 a 200-pound blast above anything that happened to Nixon, maybe 100,000, I mean big our country's never had a challenge like we're having now never um if you look at what's happening now it's challenging the very core of who we are as the united states of america which will affect everybody your job your life um your children um, your water that you drink. Um, look at what just happened. The Clean Water Act was just done away with. Absolutely done away with. We no longer have a Clean Water Act. Um, look at what's coming. Mm-hmm. Things are big. They're either big positive or they're big negative, but they're big. Mm, interesting. In your own life. Your life will turn on a dime. If you're enjoying this episode and want to get more conversations about all things intriguing, inspiring, and unusual, be sure to subscribe to Higher Journeys on YouTube. And once you do, don't forget to hit that notification bell to receive an announcement as soon as a new episode is posted. And now, back to our show.
right even in one day well that it will turn on a dime even in one day and we're absolutely pmh seeing that play out i want to get i want to kind of stick with that really how the the micro reflects the macro and vice versa let's talk i want to quote you and and actually this is an email that you sent to me talking about bumpy rides you told me bumpy rides are easier to handle if we know ahead of time to bring along cushions and water right yeah <laughs> and i'm going to have you elaborate on the cushions and water but this brings me to another unexpected bumpy ride i want to fold this in my own experience literally a bumpy ride having to do with uh, this short flight i took while i was in australia a week or so ago from uh, central Austra uh, australia and ayers rock to melbourne now, I spoke about this in uh, my recent conscious commentary as a completely unexpected, again, e expecting the unexpected uh, event, though it turned out okay in the end, thank, thank goodness. I have never, ever been on such a bumpy and frankly frightening flight in all of my life. And I've traveled a lot, you all know. Again, looking at all events, both small and large, the micro and the macro, as symbolic of the overall energy signature that we're seeing, the times that we're living in, what can we make of events like this, whether experienced personally or collectively? And moreover, what does what does the water and the cushions look like? I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you said <laughs> cushions and water. <laughs> Literally, what do we need to do to navigate this? Because this looks like it's not going in, going away anytime soon. Big, big stuff. We've got to be able to navigate this. Do whatever you can to keep your brain straight, your thoughts straight. One of the things my husband and I do is we attend a metaphysical church called Unity. Mm -hmm. And we that. find that very helpful. I do spiritual reading every morning. Mm -hmm. uh, always. Um, it, it, where I'm sitting right now, I can look over and there's, there's um, sort of like... Um, there's all kinds of plants. There's a little porch and there's all kinds of plants. And I have an aloe that's only a year old. And it is over three and a half feet tall. And it is over five feet wide. Hmm. It's only a year old. How did it get that way? So I call it, I, I just, <laughs> I mean, I just look at that plant and it looks back at me and we amaze each other. So so have something in your life that amazes you. Have something in your life that pleases you or brings you peace. Have have something in your life that that, that enables you to enjoy the challenge. Hmm. The challenge. Um, that's a tall order, admittedly. Yeah. That's a tall order. And, you, and but, you've got to get there. Yeah. You've got to get and, there. And, or you're going to fall apart all the time. Right. We're obviously not trying to avoid the unexpected. I, I think we just have to prepare ourselves for it. But at the same time, integrating that uh, in terms of our new reality. In so doing, might we eventually transmute these difficult times into a more a smoother water, so to speak. I don't know that you can ha have smoother water, but I do know that you can enjoy the water, hmm. no matter what it is. You can bring enjoyment, you can bring creativity, 
you can bring um, a kind of acceptance that says, let's do this. Wherever it goes, guide me, show me the way, show me how to handle it. You know, Ram Das just died a little while ago. Hmm. And he was he was a particular individual that helped trigger my life. Uh, He was the one that turned me on to metaphysics. He was the one. And I'll never forget, I was running through Julia Davis Park in downtown Boise, Idaho, and and my husband and children were were ahead of me, and it it was a picnic time. And I was holding the food, and they were running ahead of me. And I was running past the the band shell in the middle of Julia Davis Park. And, and there was there there was this guy. Oh, he was dressed in white. Nobody else was there, and he was talking about his experiences with his mind and what he did with marijuana and all these drugs. And I stopped. And there was only maybe five or six people listening to the guy. And, and there was this little lady in the front. And she goes up to him and, you know, she has to really crane her neck to see Ram Dass. And she said, and I get all of that crocheting. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Mm. And I thought, me too, lady. Me too. You don't have to take drugs right. for for this and and it, it just was so it just so filled my heart that other people see other worlds other people can do all kinds of spirited things and you don't have to take drugs and so when ramdas finally wrote his book be here now those words be here now mm. have been my mantra ever since. So we're talking decades here. Ever since when I'm driving and I start to get sleepy or zone out, right away, be here now. Mm. Flashes mm. in front of my eyes. Right. I don't care how tough it is you want to cry, you want to scream. Um, no, no matter how you're challenged, give yourself a trigger. My trigger is be here now. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. it simple. Make it powerful. Make it instant. And you know, some of the things you can do to trigger yourself is is take one hand and put it over the other one or slap your 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 finger with with you know with a hand with the opposite hand that's a trigger mm-hmm. whatever it takes to trigger do it very interesting be here now live in the present there are many many ways this has been communicated i i think be here now it's just so short and to the point um so many of us, I think, me particularly, I have this tendency to project myself into the future when the future, I suppose, ultimately does not even exist because the moment you get there, it's the present, right? I'm going to yeah. be your echo. You know, speak, be here now. Be here now. 
I want to bring it back to Kobe um, for a little bit in terms of being here now and how he, uh, you know, we're going to learn so much. Those of us who are only vaguely familiar with him and those of us who followed him intently, we're invariably going to learn more about this, this young man, 41 years old and being here now. And it so seems uh, PMH that with all that he was doing post his NBA career, he was really focusing on that mantra of be here now, working with uh, children. And and by the way, I recently learned that it was Deepak Chopra who taught him meditation, speaking of mantra. So again, in going back to what significance might we glean from this otherwise tragic event in looking at that individual and what he personified uh, to help us through these times being here now. Trigger for you. I, to everybody who is listening now and watching, what does his death trigger for you? I've been watching the news too. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing triggered is caring. Oh, absolutely. Love, yeah. Loving your children. You know, wh- what is this triggering for, for, yeah. for you? Yeah. Well, cer- certainly, death, certainly. Trigger- I'm sorry. I want to say certainly the fragility of life. I think whenever we lose someone, whether in our personal sphere or on the global stage, we're immediately what's triggered is how precious life is, how fleeting it is. The question of what's next? Where are they now? When are they now? Meaning those that have been lost. I know for me that that tends to come up. Uh, Another, you know, I'll tell you briefly another loss. I want to get into this. We only have about 10 minutes left, but uh the loss of mothers. Let's let's transition very quickly. We, look, it seems like right now you want to know what word is triggered for me, PMH, and you've said it. Exit, exit. Whether it's Brexit, whether it's Meghan and Harry exiting, whether it's Kobe exiting, mothers. I want to talk about mothers. In the last several months, I have to tell you, I have lost, well, through friends and colleagues, so many mothers have been lost, including while I was in Melbourne, uh, very tragically and unexpectedly, the friend who was hosting me, her mother passed out of the blue. I was at their house two days before, mothers leaving us. I want to get your comments on the metaphysical, if any, significance of mothers in my sphere, I've noticed that. You know, I try to look at every event as having a larger implication. What does mother represent? Nurturing, protection, parenting. And all of a sudden, mothers are exiting. Are we on our own now? Is that, what does this signify to you when I say that yeah. to you? Yeah, we have to do this now ourselves. We, we, we have to provide this, not only for ourselves, but everybody, everybody, uh, everybody else in our environment. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it, it's time to realize uh, that we are our own savior. Mm. We really are. It's, it's up to us to pick ourselves up. Um, we have all of these incredibly wonderful people and wonderful beings that have have inspired us but now it's time for us to realize we've got to do this for ourselves and for everybody else around us Mm. it's it's now our turn it's our turn 
it's our turn. We, for everything that you're saying, you know, this is such perennial wisdom and yet it's it obviously has not been followed. And now I don't know that we have a choice. You know, we've heard the, the, the phrase, we are the ones, what is it? We are the ones we've been waiting for, you know, change yeah. begins with us. All of these things and people, I don't know, is it just going in one ear and out the other? Maybe now universe is saying. It takes a shock. Yeah, it takes, it a, takes shock. a shock. Absolutely. To bring it all back and to bring it into your life and your heart. Yeah, I, it's up to us. Yeah, it always has been, but I suppose now we have no choice. We're waiting for... And we can inspire each other, for heaven's sake. That's what mothering is. Right. You're mm. nourishing. Okay, it's time to nourish each other. That's what we're doing on this show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, seeing you is... is nurturing and nourishing me and i hope all the journeyers out there it's always wonderful to have you on let's end with a couple of things um not on a somber note but on an inspiring note and that again has to do with the afterlife and and, and coming to to grips with the passing of kobe as well as his precious daughter and and uh seven others as well as those uh look we're losing people daily it's a big thing. Again, the trigger for me is what is this all about? What's next for them from your as a as a prominent near death researcher, afterlife researcher? What can you say to the people out there that are coming to grips with in specific uh, specifically his loss? Where's Kobe now? He's in a wonderful place. He is, his energy is still with us, has not gone away. Really, he hasn't gone away either. Just his shape and his form left. That's all that's gone. What he did, who he is, um, what he intended to accomplish, that's all still here. Mm -hmm. And so it's up to the rest of us to sort of pick up the baton and keep it going. And that's what we do, all of us. Mm -hmm. We pick up the baton and we keep it going. Um, that's what I do. That's what everybody does. You pick up the baton and you keep it going. Mm -hmm. Does It doesn't matter where we rest because I don't think we ever rest because we're part of an ongoing creation, creation story. And it, it 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 doesn't end. It doesn't ever end. And that's what I celebrate every day. Every that's beautiful. Thing. Absolutely beautiful. Well, with things, with incidents like these, it does give us the opportunity to reflect on the corporeal, I say, and how fleeting that may be. But the soul is infinite and uh we just pray that uh, his is not resting. We, 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 we say rest in peace. We throw that around quite loosely. And I, I doubt it. Not with all the energy he had. No way. No. Well, with that, I say, carry on, Kobe. I want to end with talking about your book, A Manual for Developing Humans, and why it's so relevant during times like these. Talk about that book. Well, briefly. it's going to help you to be who you, who you are and what you are. Uh, about about 2,000 years ago or more, 
the word, the sound of God was Hugh, H-U. Mm-hmm. Hugh was the sound of God. So a human, Hugh woman, we're, 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 we're gods. We're, we're gods in the making. So, you know, in the Bible, it says literally right there in words, ye are gods in the making. Mm. Okay, who teaches you how to be a god? Who teaches you how to be who and what you are? Nobody. They teach you English. They teach you mathematics. They teach you how to use your voice. They don't teach you. Nobody how to be who and what you are. And that's what the manual is. Mm-hmm. It has a fifth dimensional format. So it's not like any other book. There's six sections. Each section, each part of each section is conscious, subconscious, superconscious, all revealed at the same time. Hmm. It is... A fifth dimensional book. You, you get it all at once. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you, you learn who you are and, 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 and how to live who you are. Right. And it's fun. It looks a lot, fun. I... A lot of people read it for the laughter. Yeah. And you can learn how to do an acupressure facelift in the book <laughs> because <laughs> I show you and... Um, help you realize that exercising your body is not enough. You need to exercise your face as well. Right. Absolutely. So all of these fun things from A to Z are in that book. We'll make sure to have a link for it for sure. I know that you can get it on Amazon. Um, Can people also get it directly from your website, PMH? Certainly. And on my website, you can sign up for my free monthly newsletter. Which is fabulous, by the way. I'll be the first to, I'm not the first to endorse it, but I will sign up to endorse it. about Ram Dass in the next issue. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. So let's make sure everyone go and uh, sign up for PMH's newsletter. Go get that book. There's lots to do. And at a time like this, I think it's time we certainly dig in. So I want to say thank you as always and for uh, coming on in such short notice. I love you, my dear. Thank you so much. And we'll have you back soon. And thanks as always, journeyers, for joining us on Higher Journeys. We'll talk to you real soon. Take care.